Welcome to Go Rangers Radio, where the New York Rangers are always the talk of the town. If you bleed red, white, and Rangers blue, hail the king, follow the bread man, and know how to spell Capo Caco, then you've tuned to the right place. And now, here are your handsome hosts, Kevin Delury and Paul Cuthbert. They're not always going to get it right, but you can be damn sure they'll pretend they are. Now, let's go Rangers Radio. Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve, Wednesday, November 27th. Welcome to Go Rangers Radio. Yours truly, Mr. Paul Comfort. And ladies and gentlemen, please welcome aboard your friend and mine, Mr. Kevin Delury, KD. How you doing, pal? Feeling good, Paulie. Happy Thanksgiving to you and uh, everyone listening. Thank you so much, sir. It's Thanksgiving Eve, baby. Rangers coming off two wins. Looking good. Zook's return. A wild game in Montreal. Uh, rainbows and unicorns today there, buddy. Yeah, you know, you feel good about the team, what they've been able to do, especially the last few games. I mean, they had that horrific uh, performance in Ottawa. And, you know, I'm going to give myself a little bit credit. You asked me what I felt about the, uh, you know, the Senator game and Montreal game. And I said, don't be surprised if they lose in Ottawa and then win in Montreal because it's been such a roller coaster season so far and an up and down season. And you expect it with this young group, but. You know, after that Ottawa game, they lost three and four, three or four games. You know, I think Ranger Nation started, you, know, you hear, started hearing a little bit more grumbles about Quinn and Kenny coach this team and the rebuild and Howden and, you know, all the usual complaints that you get from, from Ranger fans. But, you know, I think that that Montreal game, you know, down four nothing and Twitter was on fire. I'm sure you saw it. I know I did. People were losing their minds. And then, uh, look, they just started chipping at it. You got to, you know, the team showed a lot of resolve, a lot of perseverance. And, you know, I don't want to get too crazy and say that's going to be, you know, the turning point of the season or this rebuild. But, you know, sometimes you need a game like that to sort of bring everyone together. And, uh, you know, the wild game, again, came back in the final minute. Look, they got lucky. They got a a late penalty. Uh, The wild took a late penalty, but they took advantage and then they won in overtime. Those type of wins really bring a group together, um, you know, makes me feel good about this team. Um, you know, I've always felt good about the direction and the rebuild. But, you know, those two those two wins just felt a little extra special, I think. And, uh, you know, you do hope it's, it, you know, something clicked there, you know, with this team going forward. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. I mean, you flip that around if they get crushed and crawl out of Montreal with their, uh, you know, tails between their legs. You're talking a different story, no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, it shows a little bit of character there again, uh, just like you called it again in terms of playing against uh, Minnesota and obviously the emotional comeback of Zuccarello and everything. But, uh, yeah, just real quick on that Montreal game, absolutely huge. I think you called it. It is a turning point kind of game. I mean, down four goals. That's a barn we never win in. You know, Hank never wins in. It was just a huge. Uh, Lemieux obviously has a phenomenal game. You know, one of your faves on the team, obviously, and becoming a fan favorite, no doubt, amongst everybody else. Heart and soul. Uh, you know, he's all banged up. He's looking like Rocky Balboa, the whole nine yards. Great stuff. Two goals. Dad's in the audience. Uh, just a super, super game. Uh, and it, it is. It's, it's pivotal for, for their confidence. 
And definitely, KD, just the fan base. I mean, just to watch that game, it's been a long, long time. And I'm sure tons of people just turned that game off. Never, you know, never even thought that they would even get a sniff of coming back in that game. And it just kind of shows you we've been doing uh, ups and downs with this team, back and forth. And you, you see the potential. I've, seen, I've said it, too. I mean, the talent's there, KD. And if they do get this on track on a consistent basis, if they can, man, because you, 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 you can see they show us how bad they can lose. But, man, if they can run up a couple of strings of wins in a row, and I'm talking four or five games, uh, who knows where this team can take us, you know, especially where they are right now. Um, but no doubt about it. Uh, real quick, uh, just, um, you know, as far as that Montreal comeback, uh, talk about Lemieux a little bit in terms of his heart and soul, and then touch a little bit on uh, Zuccarella uh, coming back here Monday night at the Garden. Yeah, I mean, for me, Lemieux, I, I, ever since they made that trade and, and they acquired him in the Hayes trade, you know, he's a guy I, I love, the type of agitating um, presence. But, Beyond that, t- sort of tough guy, heart and soul type of guy, as you said. But he's also got skill. He's got a skill level to him where he can where he can score some goals and make some plays. And, and, and you're seeing that with him. He's sort of like, uh, I, I think I saw someone say, sort of like a Sean Avery light. You know, Sean Avery is, you know, one of the big fan favorites in, in Ranger history. You know, and you see Lemieux sort of heading down that road. I'm not ready to say he's at that level yet. But he could definitely be that way. I mean, like you said, he is, his face is all beat up. You know, he's shown that he's putting everything on the line for this team. He's making plays. He's scoring goals. Um, you know, he's during the, the celebrate goal celebrations. He's he's more pumped up than anybody in the pile. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm a huge fan of Lemieux. Um, I'm, that trade ends up being so huge for the Rangers. You know, they traded Hayes. You know, they got the first-round pick. They got Lemieux. They flipped that first-round pick to get Truba. So, I mean, that, that's a great trade in this rebuild. When you look back on, on the different moves that Gordon made, um, you know, in a couple of years, hopefully when this team is really contending for a cup, I mean, that could be, you know, one of the great trades that, that really turned this rebuild into a, you know, turned this team into a cup contender. So, um, but Lemieux is, is all hard. Like I said, he's my type of player, the Sean Avery, the Dan Carcillo-type players. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to have him on the team and, and him to really be showing his sort of skill set um, from an agitating uh, standpoint and, and then from a goal-scoring standpoint as well. Um, and as far as the Zuccarello night, yeah, I mean, it was great. Good to have him back in the house. I mean, the tribute video is amazing. You forgot all the great plays that he had made over the years. So, you know, and how tough of a guy he was. He stood up to the, to the biggest guy out there and, um, you know, biggest heart biggest fight and uh you know you hope actually you know this range of teams you know sees him back in the garden and what he brought um you know to this franchise and to this organization and and you like to see some guys like Lemieux um and even more I mean young guys like a Howden sort of step up um and bring that that heart and soul that that mindset that Zuccarello had going forward because that's a winning player he's a winning player and that's a winning attitude and that's what this team needs yeah, absolutely, and uh, you know, just as far as our guys there, and and uh, tip a hat to the Garden and MSG and and the Rangers with the nice video tribute. It was all good stuff. Uh, very happy we came out on the winning end. And speaking of that, man, uh, you know, you, uh, Kreider gets in there and knocks in a real crucial goal for us. And look at uh, Brady Skay and D'Angelo, man, our defensive guys showing some skill offensively. Those are two pretty pretty goals there. Uh, by Brady and, and Tony, man. Just a real uh, touch on that because I think that's huge because we've been talking a lot about Fox, 
how he's been playing well. And, you know, Truba gets the, you know, the, the winning goal the other night too. And you know what uh, Truba's, you know, doing for this team and, and the minutes he's putting on. But, man, getting to see these guys kind of open it up a little bit and, and kind of, you know, contribute being a big factor, uh, obviously, in winning the game, but obviously coming back. But, man, really just showing some skill, man. Uh, I'd love to get your take on those two goals from the defenseman the other night. Yeah, well, our de- our defensemen can't defend. But, man, they can <laughs> – they, they sure have some offense. And actually, you know, Shea has definitely had a tough time defensively, you know, a lot of running around. But actually, his his underlying offensive stats and his possession stats, and I know we don't really like to go into that stuff too much, but actually show that he's actually had a pretty decent year. And I think putting him uh, maybe on a line with Truba and putting those two together, you know, may make both of them better. I, Truba's had a little bit of a tough time because he's had a carry Hayak a little bit there as he goes through his sort of rookie year bumps, you know, along the way. And Troop is doing a little bit more heavy lifting than he may want to. So, you know, maybe putting those two together as what you, you know, you thought would be the, the first pairing going into the season, you know, sort of going back to that may help both of them out. Yeah. You, you, Shea, I think needed a little bit of confidence there. You know, he could have been a guy who, who could have been, healthy scratch when maybe Mark Stahl comes back, which I think should be soon. Um, but, you know, after a goal like that, you know, getting on the score sheet does a lot of wonders for your uh, for your confidence. So, you know, you got to feel good about him. Tony D'Angelo, he, he's on pace for like 26, 27 goal season. You know, he is really, you know, you haven't seen offense from a, a defenseman like that since, since like a Brian Leach, you know. Um, unfortunately, it may, it's going to cost the Rangers in the offseason. But, uh, you know, He's been phenomenal, um, especially after and, – and, you know, I thought it was funny on Twitter the other day. sort of went after the analytics crowd because they've sort of been dogging uh, Strom a little bit about, uh, you know, how his stats have sort of inflated by his shooting percentage and, uh, you know, how the Rangers should look to move him. And he, he stood up for his teammate. And to be honest, I love that, you know, standing up for his teammate. I mean, I, I think that shows a, a, a tight locker room. I don't necessarily agree with his point because, as I've said on this show – I really wouldn't mind the Rangers looking to move Strom because I do think he's at his ceiling. Um, but he's been Strom has been phenomenal. Just and the reason I look want a trade for Strom is is looking back on that Hayes trade we were talking about earlier. Is you know if you can get yourself some big pieces to help with this rebuild or continue to restock, um, you know the AHL team and and uh, you know the coffers. I, I think you need to do that. But uh, but just to go back to D'Angelo, he seems like a great team guy. Um, he's doing it on the ice now offensively. So, uh, you know, he's doing a great job. Look, I, so, think, I think all you guys are crazy. Number 16 is going up into the rafters, buddy. Strom is going to be here for a long time. Hey, look, and you know I'm a, you know I'm a Strom fan. I mean, Connie Strom, you know. I mean, I, he's doing a great job. I've, st- I've stood up for him against the criticism this year that he's, you know, in, again, inflated by his shooting percentage or because he's on a line with Panarin. I think he's just a good player. I mean, he's put up points, you know, wherever he's gone. You know, when he was with the Islanders, um, he had a good, you know, a good beginning to his career there. He, he trailed off a little bit in Edmonton, but I think that was a product of his surroundings there. Um, you know, Edmonton was going through a couple of tough seasons when he was there. But as soon as he's been in New York, he's been phenomenal, you know. It, look, if they end up deciding to keep him, and they keep him on a smaller contract, I'll have no complaints. The problem is that the guy he's putting up so many points are going to end up having to, you know, spend $6 million on the guy. Yeah, there's <laughs> too much to be spending, you know, on this guy. You got to, you do have to look ahead 
um, to what you're going to be spending on a guy like Strom. And, and in a couple of years of that contract, you're like, oh, my goodness, we're paying this guy $6 million now. So I, I, sometimes you do have to look to the future, not about the now. Yeah, well, I hope J.D. and Gordon are in, that, uh, in a meeting there one day and they have to decide what the hell they're going to do with Strom because he's put them in a, a very awkward situation with a pile of points in his pocket. So <laughs> but that's all down the road. So, look, uh, 22 games in now, Katie. 11-9-2, good for 24 points. Uh, six in the Metro. Only 10 points behind those Icelanders. We're catching them. Uh, some good confidence here after the two wins. Carolina at home tonight. You got to figure. I mean, nothing's guaranteed, but hopefully uh, these last two games are building a little bit of a turning point, which you were just talking about earlier. And they get this with, uh, you know, you know, two games this weekend, two matinees, Friday against the Big Bad Bruins, uh, who just crushed Montreal last night, put eight, point, eight bucks in the net. And the Devils, who are struggling still, too, on Saturday as well. So in terms of returns, you had Zook the other night. Looks like Mika is going to get back into the lineup tonight. What do you what do you think Quinn's going to do here? Um, as far as well, forget about so much Quinn, obviously the line and everything. But uh, your your take on on Mika coming back and see how this might uh, it's it's got to be a I mean for me and I guess everybody, it's just great to have Mika come back. But it'll be great to see um, you know him coming back into the uh, you know the, the what uh, Coach Quinn was saying the togetherness they've kind of built uh, a little bit of their own identity here without Mika. And it'll be uh, it's it's great to have him back. It'll be interesting to see how he jumps back in tonight with the team. Uh, your take. Yeah, I mean, you, when he went down, you were hoping that they were just going to be able to sort of tread water. They've actually gone 8-4-1 and one without him in the lineup, which is amazing. Trade you Mika! Know, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Maybe trade him instead of Strom. But, but, yeah, they've really sort of come together, and players such as Strom has, have really stepped up, you know, with uh, Zabinijad out of the lineup. Panarin obviously has been all-world. I mean, uh, again, you know, we, we talk about it every week, just, you know, Every game he does something more and more special. He's now got the patented sort of rocket leg kick now, you know, when he scores <laughs> goals, which is phenomenal. Which Money is in the bank. Yeah, I mean, he's really embraced New York, which I, I beyond just what he's doing on the ice, you sort of love the guys who really want to come here and, and, and embrace the city, embrace the team, embrace the fan base. So, you know, Panarin's been phenomenal. But, you know, as far as the Benajak coming back, it's great because you now can move sort of players who have been thrust in maybe a role that – uh, was above what they, where they should be, down into a more comfortable spot now. So, you know, Quinn said yesterday the the, um, the centers are going to be, you know, Mika, Strom, Heedle, and uh, Howden. Um, so that, that'll be the four down down the middle. Howden will probably move to the fourth line, which I know a lot of Ranger fans will be happy to see. They've been calling for that all year. Even though Howden has really, as the team sort of hit a little bit of a turning point here, I think he has too. He had a great game in, in, in Montreal, um, you know, as part of that comeback, two real nice assists. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for him. Um, and and uh, it looks like he's going to keep together the Panarin, Strom, Fast line. He'll put Zabinijad in between Kreider and Buchnevich. Heedle down to the third line. You know, I'd rather see Heedle stay on the second line, but I get it. Strom has just been too good. But you can you can have a third line of Heedle, Lemieux, and Kako. Now that's it. That's an interesting line, an exciting line. Um, to, to look at tonight. I'm actually going to the game tonight, so I'm actually excited to uh, to see that line uh, beyond anything else tonight. Is, is is that line is exciting to me? I mean, I think that's what the, what the line will be. We'll see what Quinn ultimately does. But And again, the fourth line, you know, if it's like a Bunievis, a Howden, and Smith, that's a, that's a solid fourth line. So one through four, it's amazing with bringing back one player 
that's what it does to the entire lineup. So, you know, that that's a solid, dare I say, playoff team type lineup, Ooh. you know, going forward. <laughs> you said it, didn't you? You said the playoff word, didn't you? I did. I, I heard did. it. I'm marking it down here. What, what time it was here in the tape. <laughs> and again, I've said, all, I, look, I've said all year, it's not about wins and losses this year, but if you can, if you can get a young team into the playoffs and get them that kind of experience, um, you know, again, that only helps with the, uh, the rebuild. Well, let's let's see if we can win three in a row, okay? Let's bag these two <laughs> points at home tonight. Am I getting too far ahead of myself? <laughs> hey, look, man, this team, this squad, this season, this rebuild, look, man, it's we talked about it last week. Me and you said we're just going to hang in here. We're buckled in no matter which way, the loops, the ups and downs. We're riding it. So far, we're on, a, we're on a good stretch here right now, and I really hope the guys can bank these two points as well. Hey, look, KD, I know you're going to the game tonight. First time in a while, I believe. Uh, are they going to do a video Welcome back, like they did for Zook for you tonight. <laughs> yeah, they they were they emailed me the other day, and I was, I sent them some pictures, some video of me drinking White Claw on the couch, <laughs> falling asleep on the couch between in the second intermission, <laughs> playing street hockey with my son in the driveway. It's gonna be phenomenal. I can't wait. Get the Kleenex out, folks, tonight. It's gonna be pretty <laughs> emotional. KD and son in the audience in the big comeback. Uh, real quick on, uh, just your, your take on, you know, uh, what they're talking about Quinn here togetherness and obviously, uh, they got to see what happens here and, and you rolled off just some great points there about the lines and, and we've talked about this great problems to have, uh, whether who's in or out of the lineup right now, uh, all the key points and the, and the players. And we haven't even touched on Hank playing really well the last couple of games too. Um, so as far as the togetherness, do you think it's real? Or again, we just we it's just game to game as we're going here. Is is do you, when when what I guess what I want to get at is when you see Quinn talk about this, uh, do you think he's sincere about the togetherness? Yeah, I think so. I think that their locker rooms, uh, toxic locker rooms, can be a problem. You know, and and especially during a rebuild. Um, you know, if there's a lot of sort of losing going on, and maybe you have some disgruntled veterans. Well, you see some bad habits from the youngsters sort of creeping in and, and there's, you, know, you don't have the leadership in that locker room to maybe take the youngster aside and say, look, you know, you're not doing it the right way. Um, you know, I think that that can be a problem. But if you do have that group, a real positive, fun group, sort of like that uh, that 2012 Ranger team under Tortorella that lost in the in the conference finals to the Devils, you know, with sort of the Prusts and the Boyles and, and those kind of characters, Rupp. You know, I, I think that those guys, you know, keep things light and fun and and while still having, uh, you know, the veteran leadership of a Lundquist and you had Girardi and Callahan and those type of guys at the time, you know, and, and that kind of locker room can can sort of rise up a team that maybe not have the skill level just yet or the experience just yet. You know, again, we have a very young sort of lineup and roster. So, you know, if you have that fun, light um, roster and locker room, it helps and it. You know, they had a story the other day, and I, I had tweeted it out about how Brendan Smith drives Kako to practice every day and, you know, was trying to get him to open up. And, you know, those things are huge, I think, for a young player, trying to get him more comfortable, bring him into the crowd. You know, he's an 18-year-old kid in a new country, you know, trying to learn sort of the customs and, and where to go and, you know, how to blow his nose right and, and, you know, that whole thing. And to have a veteran like Brendan Smith who's – who's gotten a lot of criticism from me as well to, to sort of put his arm around the kid, 
drive them to practice every day, sort of go over things and try to get them to open up a little bit. You know, that, that makes, you know, a young kid feel comfortable in the locker room, which I think translates to being comfortable on the ice, which adds to some confidence. And, and you've seen that with Kako lately, you know. He's, he's not afraid to make plays. And I think in the beginning of the year, you saw, you know, he wasn't so sure of himself. Um, now he is. Um, he's making tough passes. He's going to the net. He's not afraid to shoot on the power play. And I think that having that closeness in the locker room with a guy like Brendan Smith does a lot. Um, so, yeah, I think what Quinn is saying holds a lot of uh, sort of credence and, and is a big reason that you're seeing that a team is able to have that comeback in Montreal and again the next the next night in, uh, against the Wild. So I, I agree with Quinn. Yeah, it, it's good stuff. It, it's nice to look back at this, uh, in the big picture here. And, you know, we're approaching 25 games here. Uh, they've certainly kind of been through it all. Uh, Quinn's actually got a pretty healthy team right now, especially with Mika coming back. Uh, you know, Stalzy's going to be, uh, a, a, again, a good problem to have in terms of one way or the other, how he works this thing in. But you can see some of these guys, I think what you said before nailed it, uh, these guys with Mika coming back, that these guys are going to settle into their, their stronger positions. And it'll be interesting to see how they bounce, uh, you know, the feedback is off of Mika coming back and, and if he can put the puck in the net and start lighting up the assists and stuff. I mean, it's only a compliment to to what Panarin's doing here, too, as well. So it's good stuff. Great seeing Kreider put the puck in the net the other two. I think Kreider's been playing pretty well. These guys got to stay out of the box. They got to fix that as best as they can. I think he's getting a little better. It was nice to see that they didn't give up a goal there in the first period the other night. That was kind Paulie, of really... Paulie, yeah. it's all positive. I don't want to hear about undisciplined penalties. <laughs> Rainbows and unicorns, my friend. All right. <laughs> uh, we don't have enough time. Once again, you listen to Go Rangers Radio right here on the Go Hockey Media Radio Network. A special little uh, a quick hit today for the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, real quick, before we wrap things up, KD, and, and get to your uh, best special uh, Thanksgiving edition, uh, KD's Ranger Man Crush, uh, a little touch on Anderson down in Hartford uh, in terms of uh, him playing well down there. And, and again, uh, the th- the, just even the thought of him maybe uh, coming back into the lineup down down the road. But regardless of that, how do you think he's doing down there in Hartford? Yeah, he's sort of taking the Hedo model down there. He's got uh, two goals in three games, you know, and I, I think that that's just going to do a world of, of help for his confidence, which I think he lost. You know, he wasn't getting a lot of playing time, wasn't getting on the score sheet. So he gets down there, a couple of goals, start feeling good about yourself. Uh, you know, I don't think the Rangers are, are going to be bringing him back anytime soon. I think that they they'll want him to sort of settle down, you know, settle up down there. And and uh, maybe you'll see him back after the new year. Um, and, and again, similar to Zabinijad, you put him in the lineup, you know, again, it gets that much deeper, that much better. You know, you don't have to worry about having a Michael Haley in the lineup or, you know, a Bunievis or a, a Brendan Smith, who I just gave credit for sort of helping out in the locker room. But. You know, obviously you can get a little bit more skill on the ice with him, you know, in in the press box. So, um, yeah, I I love what Anderson's doing. He he didn't go down there and mope. Um, He's gone down there and and is working on his game and is scoring similar to Heedle. And I think he'll be rewarded the way Heedle was by getting a call up. You know, the problem is when he comes back up, you know, there really still isn't any room for him in the top nine. Um especially with how Strom is playing, unless they make a trade. I mean, they may need to put Anderson on the wing, which is fine. I mean, to get him maybe, again, in that top nine, to get him with with some more skilled players, a little bit more time on the ice. But look, again, as as our mantra is around here, good problem to have. 
Um, and uh, but I, I've been really uh, enthused with with the way he's been playing down there and the way he's taken the demotion um, and is using it as a positive the way Hedo does. And I'm I'm sure he saw what happened with Hedo and 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 how it's worked out for him and uh, and use that as motivation. Yeah, it's good stuff. Hey, no, who knows, KD? Maybe at the end of the year, Anderson is a call the cup champion. I mean, the way the Wolfpack is playing, you know, I mean, uh, that's good stuff for us in the organization. It's going to be great for him. But uh, a, a good stuff. Like I said, Heedle uh, had a positive experience down there. Hopefully the same thing happens for Anderson. So uh, all good stuff, buddy. All right, man, let's wrap this little holiday edition up here for everybody with the, uh, you know, the KD New York Rangers Man Crush special holiday edition of it this week. KD, who you got, baby? Yeah, well, um, four years ago, I lost my mother to cancer. Um, which was obviously a tough blow to me and my family. Um, so to see the Rangers get involved with the hockey fights, cancer the other night, um, really meant, you know, a lot to me, uh, to see them involved with that. I think a lot, it meant a lot to a lot of people. I mean, everyone's pretty much been affected by cancer, you know, one way or another, whether it's a family member, a friend, a neighbor. Um, so, you know, to see them, you know, involved with that, raising money, raising awareness for research is, uh, you know, truly a great thing. I mean, not only the Rangers, but the NHL in general getting involved with the hockey fights cancer. Um, so really just my man crush of the week is to the Rangers organization, the NHL for getting behind that. Um, again, it, you know, it means a lot to me, a little bit more to me, especially around the holidays when it's, you know, tough for, you know, thinking about losing a parent or a loved one. Um, so to see the Rangers do that is uh, really sort of heartwarming. Good stuff, KD, man. Uh, you know, love and respect from all of us here uh, who know and love you so much. And uh, we know that's not easy. And uh, it's nice for you to, to point that out. And uh, we wish you and, and your family and uh, all the best, especially around the holidays. We all know that. We've all been touched by it one way or the other. Uh, I think what the NHL does there with it is uh, a great, a lot of more, a lot of more. Listen to me. I can't even speak. You got me all emotional, KD. Um, <laughs> Get the no. tissues. <laughs> no, it, it's uh, hey, look, uh, bravo to you uh, for bringing that up, and and again, uh, just respect you and your, uh, you know, and your family and stuff going through that, and everybody else who suffered a loss or an illness or anything uh, related to cancer. We've all been through it. I got my own personal story too, but it's uh, we'll save that for for down the road. But uh, again, KD, uh, good stuff there, man. I like what you're, uh, I like where you're coming from, and uh, we gotta love how the team's playing right now. It's all good stuff. Hey, buddy, don't jinx this streak, man, tonight. Go and have a great time with the kid and uh, just enjoy. This is his first game, right? Yeah, first Ranger game ever. If they lose, I'm going to blame him. Um, <laughs> and I'll never bring him back. But, uh, yeah, he's excited. He's got his sort of Lundquist jersey ready to go. And, you know, got the word that Lundquist is getting the start tonight. So he's pretty pumped up. So, uh, you know, we'll be heading out to the garden in a couple hours. And uh, it's going to be a fun night. All Either right, way. Well- Awesome stuff, KD. Have a wonderful time. Let's go, Rangers. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. KD, say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Don't forget to subscribe, iTunes, Spotify. Thank you so much for listening, joining, and supporting the podcast. We really appreciate it. Happy holidays, everybody. Let's go, Rangers.